0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Remarkably Us the podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Rohn. You know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go right into it. I hope you guys had an amazing week. I had the busiest, but like it was a phenomenal week. It was just shit, was it busy? Um, I am feeling great. I spent the majority of the week up with Kira and the kids, and I'll be back up there on Monday um, for the week. We've got a birthday coming up, so um, it's going to be good. I uh, doubled my team in the last week, so I am... Kind of going in, I've been doing a little bit of, you know, I've been doing some work and I'm going into, I know I'm going to go into next week, like just kind of like, okay, (laughs) we can do this. (laughs) Probably going to be pulling some, you know, some late nights, but it's worth it. I finally, you know, I'm feeling, you know, getting just feeling a little bit more motivated, a little bit better about work and, um, yeah, starting to feel like my boss bitch self again. So that's been amazing. Um, and yeah, I just I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Um, I did have a sad night. When did I have a sad night this week? Well, the week's not over yet, so <laughs> we'll see. But I did kind of have a sad night, and and um, it made me just realize that your girl woo, my my heart is softening. Oh my god! You know what? Your girl's heart's softening, but that's okay. Um, we just will take it, you know, one day at a time and see what this new, um, what this new feeling shell is like. So anyways, um, yeah, had a great week, um, caught up on a little bit of sleep, a little, which is always, always nice. Um, yeah, I'm gearing up for, you know, in the next couple of days, I'll be gearing up for another week. So Today, oh, I got something on my, I got something on my mind. What is that? That song, Alicia Keys and and um, Christina Aguilera from Forever Go, I got something on my mind. And then some, you know, Alicia goes, speak on it, girl. <laughs> That's how I feel. I want to talk about my views on monogamy, <laughs> normalizing platonic life partner relationships And my sexuality in sobriety and, you know, how that it's, how it's shifting and, you know, and evolving. So let's just do it. I have said in previous episodes that I don't necessarily date one person at a time. Um, maybe this is from growing up and, my dad never just had one girlfriend. Um, That was a big reason why him and my mom split up um, was, you know, his addictions. And also, uh, you know, he was not very great at being faithful. So when I would go and see him, you know, he primarily had, you know, a different girlfriend about every year that I went to see him. Um, There were a few women that, you know um really you know stayed around and that i just like oh i still to this day adore them you know they were really staples in you know my time that i spent there with you know with him i always saw them each year you know that i went and you know but then of course there were the the you know the new ones that you know would cycle through every time i went you know and they would pick me up and say you know oh you know take me shopping and right try to get on my good side and then you know, um, they, you know, drop me off. And then, you know, when they'd want to come say goodbye. And before I left, they'd be like, you know, oh my God, I can't wait to see you next year. And I'd be sitting there like, bitch, you know, I'm not like, we both know that I'm not going to see you ever again. You know, my dad would kind of be looking at me like, you know, don't, you know, act good, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to see you next year. You know, I'll be in touch. And write. Most of them, I never saw again. So and that wasn't anything that I found negative. I didn't dislike my dad for that. I was just like, that's just who, how he is. He just has a different girlfriend every time. And my brother has also, you know, in, in the past, um, you know, he's been very good with the ladies. N- never, neither him or my dad were ever disrespectful in that, like, two women in that way um, that I saw. Right. And I really do believe that because, you know, my dad was an amazing, amazing person. And my brother is also like such just an incredible human. Um, they just, right. Not really, not great with monogamy and my mom, not that she had an issue with monogamy. She just always really instilled in me this sense of independence, like make sure you don't ever, ever completely rely on one person for everything, you know, make sure that you have that, you know, I guess, quote unquote, escape route planned. So that's what I got (laughs) growing up. Um, Not like viewing, you know, relationships in really a negative way. Just, I didn't really get a very clear understanding of what a relationship looked like it was very, you know, be independent, make sure that you have your own life and you're set up so that if, if anything happens, like you're always good, you know, and then seeing how normalized it is to date multiple women and, you know, not really have anything super serious and just kind of like live your life that way. In the past, <laughs> I have definitely taken this the wrong way. Right. Where, you know, people thought that I was with people that I was with thought that I was just with them, but I was usually not. That also is part of this like one foot out the door mindset that I've always had. I mean, I think even moving around as much as I, as much, As I did as a kid, I was always used to change and right again, never really understanding what a healthy, solid one partner relationship looked like growing up, all of that mixed together and then add in my, you know, kind of very closed off nature and the walls that I built up, like I'll hurt someone before they have the chance to hurt me because I'm like, I can't, I've been hurt too many times. I can't deal with it. So I'm just, nope, I'm going to cut it off or I'm going to run before I have the chance to be hurt. So all of that is real, has really made, you know, it, um, it challenging for me to kind of grasp my mind around, like, you know, being in healthy relationships, what that looks like that, you know, what that looks like for me. And I really tried to be monogamous for my marriage. And that was, that had its own set of difficulties because not only did I have all of these, this was before, uh, right? I think, you know, everyone's pieced it together, right? This was before I started doing any self-work. This was before I got sober. Uh, This was before, you know, I just really actually started working on myself. So we had all of that mixed in, right? So I was like, I had in the back of my mind always have one foot out the door, be prepared to leave. Um, you know, that's why I, I was just talking to a friend the other day about why I don't buy a whole lot of stuff. Um, you know, I live small, um, because I am so used to moving. I'm tight. Whenever I go to buy something, my immediate thought is like, you're going to have to pack that soon. Or, you know, you don't need that. You don't need that because it's going to be hard to take with you. So my, I mean, it's like, I'm It's just in my nature to leave and to be, you know, from place to place to place. So anyways, that whole, you know, that really me not having delved into that yet and also being so unhappy, I mean, so, so unhappy just with myself and with the relationship. I mean, I, I did, I did my best because I wanted to, I'm like, I'm married now. Like this, I mean, it happened very quickly. Um, it happened very quickly and it was just kind of like boom, boom, boom. One thing after the other, I was like grasping for some sense of stability, right? Something to like, I don't know, give me some sort of purpose maybe. And so anyways, all of that mixed together, you know, and i was super unhappy. I just, it was really difficult, um, you know, for me to, I was like, I, I just felt so trapped, you know, like this part of me was like, you know, dying to get out, but I'm like, you can't, you're married now, you know? Anyways, you know, and I've had friends tell me that, you know, oh, when you meet the one, you know, you'll never want to be with anyone else. Um, you know, but that person, like you'll know that you have met the one when you don't want anyone else. Well, I don't know if that's really true for me. In the last three years, with all of the self work and, you know, spirituality, you know, connection that I've done, it's still in the back of my mind. Like, I might not believe in monogamy for myself. Now, this is my opinion, and this is my life I'm talking about. I, in no sense, you know, or way, am saying that no one should be in a monogamous relationship because we are all vastly different, and what works for one person is going to, you know, is going to be different for somebody else. For me, I always go back to, I don't think I could just be with one person because I think I'll feel trapped. I see poly relationships and I really lean towards that in my life and for my future. I think I just view relationships and human connections so much differently now than I ever did in the past in a healthier way, right? Not like, I'm going to be with somebody else while this person thinks I'm just with them because I like to be sneaky or, you know, um, I'm going to hurt them before they can hurt me or with going into it in a negative way. Right. I always went into it in a negative way in the past of, you know, dating multiple people. Whereas now I view it in a positive way of this is just, I, this is just who I am right now. Will this change? Possibly. I, who knows, who knows what I'm going to be thinking or, you know, feeling in five or 10 years. There's so many different ways to go about a, a poly relationship or an open relationship. You know, you can all be partners or, you know, maybe you have your two main, you know, two main partners. And then, you know, each, each of those, like, you know, the core couple, each of them have a separate partner and, you know, they aren't shared kind of, you know, nothing is nothing romantic happens in between, you know, um, kind of crossing those, um, you know, but each core person has an additional partner, you know, that's just their own. If that makes sense. Now I think this is a really interesting topic because things in this nature are so much more common now, or I guess so much more visible now than in the past. So for me, this looks like having one partner of each sex. So it is very commonplace nowadays, you know, in the last, since I, since my ex and I broke up, uh, it's very commonplace for me if I'm dating a man and it gets, you know, serious to a certain degree, you know, I mean, I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm pretty open in the beginning of like, this is who I am. You know, I'm going to give you like you know, this little face sheet, right. Of like, this is now who I am. Do you like this? Yes or no. And that's one of the things that I do talk about, you know, like, so if I'm dating a man gets ser- you know, to a certain degree of seriousness, I'll ask them, Hey, would you be okay with me having a girlfriend as well? Not like mm, I have, like, I already have one, you know, or like, okay, if you say yes, then I'm going to immediately like get on my phone. And like download tinder and find some girlfriend <laughs> that's not what i mean but like in the future if i happen to meet a girl and you know meet a woman and really like that you know and her, really like her and connect with her and you know want to pursue something with her would you be okay with that that is, that's a part of my sexuality that's really very important to me I dated a girl before this was, this was a, a while ago. I want to say, Oh shoot. This was a long time ago. I dated a girl and I had the same conversation with her in regards to, would you be okay if I one day maybe had a boyfriend as well? And you know, I've obviously gotten a mixture of like, absolutely not, <laughs> not a freaking chance. You know, no, I want just you or that. And I will definitely say, okay, well, something that's a part of who I am. And so, you know, this might not work out, but let's revisit it in the future, you know, and try again and see what happens, you know, see if, if, you know, someone warms up to the idea. I know, and especially now that. For me, I get such a different level and like perspective of connection from men and women. Um, It's just different. And I like both of them, you know? And so not that like, that's the only way I'll be in a relationship is if I can have both, but I have that conversation of like, hey, so say I'm dating a man. Would you be okay if I had a girlfriend at some point, maybe possibly in the future? Um, because that's, you know, that's a possibility. Now, let me say this. I cannot handle two people of the same sex. <laughs> I cannot do it. I can not. So that would be a very, i I am, I do... I'm more balanced. I find more balance if there is, you know, if I have, um, you know, a man and a woman instead of like, you know, two different men or two different women. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's tricky when you get two of the same sex. It's, it, it seems to meld better if, um, and it's funny because it, I have men Right. So I bring this conversation up to men and I, you know, it would be vastly different if I said, you know, hey, would you mind if I had another boyfriend? They immediately know immediate. What is that immediately know? I've seen what I needed to see immediately. No. And the same with women. I feel like if I had that conversation with, so say I'm dating a girl and I said, hey, would you mind if I had another girlfriend immediately? No it would be like, nope, no, 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 you know, nope, absolutely not. But there's something about like something non-threatening about the opposite sex for men. There's something very non-threatening about me having a girlfriend versus me having another boyfriend, which is it's the way the human brain works. I will never know, but very interesting. Anyways, We put ourselves in these boxes that I don't think need to be there. It's about getting in touch with yourself, your needs, and communicating that with your partner. It's an extension of boundaries. You do the same thing about, I do the same thing about my morning routines, my evening routines, and my alone time, and the things that I like to do. You know, when I get into a relationship with someone or I start, you know, dating someone, hey, these are the things I like to do in the morning. You cool with that? How is, hey, I might want to have a girlfriend in the future. How's that any different? It's a part of who I am. Human connection and relationships. God, they're so interesting. We cannot do life alone. We aren't created that way. It's our nature to form tribes. We've been doing it for centuries. And then all of a sudden someone says, "Nip." you get you get one and you deal with it. <laughs> well, I don't want just one. I want to live a full and meaningful and abundant life. And I want love around me in that same way. My view is the absolute same for life partners, platonic life partners. It's so funny. Cause I, I put it out in the universe, this, like, um, I guess this phrase you could say of like, A platonic life partnership. And now, you know, when you when you say, like, oh, I need a new mattress, and then all of a sudden you're on Facebook and you get all these or Instagram, you get all these ads for a mattress. It's the same thing. You know, like I put out into the universe, you know, like, wow, platonic life partnerships are so interesting. Um, it's just a totally different type of relationship than I have ever been in, ever. Um, and now I feel like I am right myself and this other individual are working our way into this absolute and complete, very solid platonic life partnership where decisions are made together. You know, there are children involved. There are, you know, things that you would do with a partner, with a romantic partner, What you know, a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, yada, yada you do with a partner that is platonic. And so now I'm like seeing all this stuff on like my Instagram and, you know, news articles and on like, right, my TikTok of, it's primarily women um, having platonic life partners. Um, And it's, you know, the things usually are like, you know, we need to normalize we need to normalize this. We need to normalize the idea of a platonic life partnership with someone of the same sex. And I absolutely completely agree. It goes back to my, my, you know, um, what I was saying about forming tribes. I have been very closed off and very independent my whole life. And I'm, and the past, you know, four, three, four years I've learning you know, just how much I need human connection. I'm not a robot. Um, you know, I have just learned what feelings are, those are rad. Um, and how deep my need for connection is. And it's scary, but it's also very eye opening to understand that. And I think we put a lot of pressure on. you know, on ourselves to do things um, alone and to be independent and be strong. And while those things are important, it's also important to understand that we our human nature is to do things as a tribe, as a pack, as, you know, um, a society, as neighborhoods, uh, you know, we, we have to connect with each other. And so it's, been so interesting, like forming this, it's a different, it's a different relationship. A platonic life partnership to me is different than a friendship. So you have levels of friendships then as well. Right. So you have friends that you see every once in a while and, you know, you're close with, but you don't talk all the time, you know, and then you have like, right. What we would call our best friends. You would have You know, people you talk to maybe almost every day, or even you don't talk to that often, but like, you know, in the back of your mind, like this person is one of my best friends. They know, you know, X, Y, and Z about me. Um, You know, they, maybe they know my family, you know, they kind of just like know my past, things like that. Like, this is the person, you know, these best friends I would call in these situations versus, you know, I might not call these other friends if this were to happen, that sort of thing and then i think if you take it a step farther you get into a platonic life partnership which i'm seeing on um social media a lot of women doing they are coming together and really creating lives together and some of them are single some of them have you know are in relationships but they have this person that they depend on. Like you depend on a romantic partner. Um, you know, you have this person that you depend on on a really deep level for day-to-day stuff that a partner also does right. Day-to-day routines, um, taking care of kids. Uh, you know, what are we going to do for this holiday? What are we going to do for that holiday? Hey, um, who's taking such and such to, uh, soccer, um things like that now that is right kind of the relationship that i have um you know in my life and is going to be even you know more so when the tiny home is finished and right now it's hard because i am i'm not there 24/7 but when the home is finished and i'm you know just living there 24/7 you know we'll be able to really get into you know into that more and it's funny because it's interesting and i have you know there's been a few people that have been like wait hold on a second you do what you know and it's hard for them to separate a friendship and a you know um separate these two things, right? Like how can you be so much of someone's life partner without it being romanticized, you know, or how can, you know, anyways, it's very interesting. And I think that it's something that we, I was talking to my mom about it the other day and she, you know, I was telling her that some guy was like, hold on a second, you know, like, what do you do? You know, how is this not like, how is this not a sexual thing? Well, it's just not, it's platonic. And my mom was saying, we need to see more of this. We need to see more men and women, you know, forming these platonic relationships with each other, connecting, you know, connecting with other people. And really it's about helping each other through life. Life is fucking tough life is really fucking tough. And so the idea that we have to go about it, either you have, so you've got your one partner and then you have your friends. What happens if you need more than that? What happens if you need more support than that? What do you do? You know, I think that we really need to normalize this, this level of connection that us as humans really need. To survive. Um, we have to depend on each other. I was just talking in my, you know, my episode with Kira. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. We're amazing and hilarious. That we lean on each other in very deep ways. Um I lean on her just by being there and just being like connected to her, right? And you know, the same with her, she, you know, that that um she leans on me for you know, help with the kids and for me being there. And then also write the same thing. Like that's just, you're just there. And sometimes that's all that someone needs. So tangent over platonic life relation, platonic life partners. Um, go get yourself one because they're fucking amazing. This is a relationship that I never you know, never really saw myself having, um, because of how really closed off I've been in the past, but it is, you know, one of the most fulfilling relationships I, you know, I've ever had. Um, it's just amazing. So anyways, switching, switching gears back to what I was talking about with, you know, this the romantic side of a relationship, right. Um, my sexuality. I've been very open, very open, you know, um, that I am bisexual. I like women, I like men. I don't necessarily really want to date, you know, just a man. I'd like to date a woman as a woman as well. Um I think that this incredible thing has happened through sobriety for me. In regards to my sexuality, it's given me such an amazing view of myself, so different than I've ever had because of all the spiritual work that I've done. Connecting my mind and my body and the universe and all of the energy that's around us, Ooh, girl, all of that done while being sober, completely and wholly present is fucking amazing. I feel like my sexuality is like just reaching, like I'm like just now tapping into its full potential. <laughs> wow watch out world. (laughs) Uh, But so much of this is linked back to self-work. It's putting in those hours and hours and hours and hours over the last three to four years. I don't know how long, whatever, since 2019. (laughs) Since, you know, so putting in, I'm countless hours of getting to know myself, putting in self-work for the first time in my whole life, journaling, meditating, connecting every part of my body and my mind and the energy that courses through me coming into that, what it feels to be a woman and to sit and embrace my sexuality and To just really understand my mind and my heart and my, you know, my mind and my heart first on such a deeper level than I ever have been has just completely turned my sexuality and, you know, how I feel as a sexual being on a whole other level. Um, I'm just so much more tuned in and tapped in to that side of me. Um, than I ever have been in the past. And again, I owe it completely to my sobriety because I am so much more present in every single moment than I have been in the past. I've always been a very sexual person. I like to have sex. I, you know, what, yada, yada, right? But it's different now. And I think that the biggest takeaway here is in regards to growing into the human that you want to be on a on an emotional and spiritual and sexual and you know just on this on these much different levels than you have been is putting in the work you gotta sit with yourself. You gotta peel apart all those layers. You gotta get to the core of who you are so that you can start to understand what your desires are. You know, what are, what are your biggest fantasies? What are your desires? What do you love about yourself? What makes you feel sexy? You know, what makes you feel strong and confident? Um, you know, what makes you, you, and connecting all of those things, learning fi- figuring out what your energy is, you know, and then finding partners that have done that same work or are doing that same work. <laughs> may freaking good. <laughs> it is like... poof o. You know what? Just take my word for it.) Um, it really is. It comes down all of this, all of this stuff that I talk about. So right. Finding out, you know, what type of relationship is going to work the best for you? How are you supposed to figure that out? If you have no idea who you are or what you even really want out of life, right? Get to know yourself and then figure out what you need from a relationship perspective. Does that mean one person? Great. Does that mean two people? Great. Does that mean three people? Great. As long as you're confident in what you need and you can communicate that and you have a partner that's receptive and that can accept that and work with you on it, then you're fucking, you hit the jackpot. Find yourself, surround yourself with people that you can form a tribe with. Find your platonic life partnership. <laughs> Find that person that's going to, or those people, it doesn't have to be just one person, find those people that you, that you're, that you can be firm with. That's almost like the same. It has that same feeling as being in a relationship with someone. There's just no sexuality about it. It's bizarre, but it, it's that same, like, sort of like, oh, this is amazing. You know? Um, Find that and fucking cherish it and sit with yourself. Tell yourself you fucking love yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and embrace your sexuality, whatever that may be. Own it. Own it and live the most remarkable life possible. Oh, I'm done. That's it. I'm finished. Thank you guys. Thanks so much for being here and for listening to me talk shit on the internet. If you want any additional content, follow me on Instagram at remarkably underscore us. You can also check out my website, remarkablyus.com, for all my blogs and additional information, all on how to live your most remarkable life possible. I'll admit, I have not been great about the website. I have been so busy, but I'm gonna make it a priority, um, you know, to really sit and, and put some updates on it, get some new content on there. Um, I'm taking a little mini vacation, I think, in the next couple of weeks. So I'll have some time to just really sit and do some writing and um, you know, just get my creative juices flowing. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. <sighs> Be kind. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and please never forget how wildly capable you are. Till next time. Bye.